Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where we watch movies with guns, swords, uh, fists through skulls, throat rips, throat rips, and protagonists that we don't really like. Yeah, cock rips. Yeah, cock rips. Uh huh. That's a new one for us. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't think we've had one before. It has a. It's had a dick been ripped out. No, we haven't had any. Uh, Penile kind of ripping away from the body. I think there's been some kicks to the balls. Ryan, how many movies have you seen where there has been a graphic castration? Hmm. Let's see. Probably the two Tarantino ones. Which one are those? Uh, well, a shooting off of the balls. Mm. Uh, Hateful Eight and yes. Inglorious Bastards. I guess that would technically be castration. Who's castrated in Inglorious Bastards? Uh, say a Vita, say to your Nazi Oh, that's balls. right, yes. All the ball shots. Yeah. Wonderful. Which is the callback in Inglorious. Say uh, adios to your huevos. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Who are you, sir? Oh, hi. I'm one of your hosts. I'm uh, Ryan Snyder. I'm hi, here, Ryan. As always with my co-host. Hello, everyone. I am Gabriel Mara. How is everyone today? It's a beautiful, beautiful, cold day. Yes. How was your Thursday, listeners? Assuming you're listening to this when it comes out. How's your day otherwise if you're not listening to this on Thursday? I hope it's good. I hope you're well. I hope you're in the mood to listen to us talk about violent Japanese men who we're supposed to like even after he tries to sexually assault multiple women in a movie. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can't can't get behind that. No. Um. Pro- I don't even know how to start this one. Our protagonist's name is Harvey. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. What? I don't... Okay. Um, Ryan... Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's, let's start where we know what to do. Ryan, okay. what movie did... I don't even... There, there isn't even any room for us to, to, like, gaggle and talk about nonsense. This movie is weighing heavily on my brain right now. I need yeah. to unpack. I, we just watched it. Ryan, what movie did we watch for this episode? We watched Street Fighter. The Street the Fighter. The Street Fighter. Terry Sigori, six foot six of half-breed fury. But he's got a little problem. He has a hard time making friends. You tell that bitch who sent you here. How sorry I am, I can no longer be her friend. The Street Fighter. If you've got to fight, fight dirty. I'll kill Suzuki. Now I owe it to him. You're the meanest guy in the world. You'd better give up. I'm a master and you're going to lose this game. Uh, Starring Sonny Chiba, directed by a guy whose name I'm going to mispronounce. It was in 1974. The director's name is... Stalling for time. Shigehiro Ozawa. Okay. Um, Yeah, so uh, I was hoping that this would be a fun... Sunny Chiba adventure, uh, like fighting in the streets, maybe yeah. from the name. We would get for some, some goofy ass shit. Yeah, and what we get is not that. This movie is very, very grindhouse. Yes. This movie is grody. It's grody. It's frequently unpleasant. Yeah, it's it's a movie that fits within our format. Absolutely, it does. Uh, that doesn't mean we have to like it. No. And I think it doesn't. It, we're not saying that every protagonist has to be likable. Sometimes your intention is to tell a story about an evil character who has 
either a redemptive arc or a like damnation arc. And then sometimes you don't really do either in a movie. Yeah, and he just is a bastard the whole way through. He's a bastard the whole way through, and not even a fun bastard. No, no. So, uh, I'll, I'll take it from the top. Yeah, what's this movie about? So, spoilers as always, uh, Sonny Chiba's This movie from character. 1974, yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, public domain, as you said. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, listeners, you can legally download this movie. Yeah, do it. You can go online and download this movie without breaking any laws. And honestly, maybe it would put this on. Fast forward to all the fight scenes and all the crazy shit. Yep. So you'll know what we're talking about. Yep. So uh, it opens with uh, Sonny Chiba's character, Terry, masquerading as a monk mm-hmm. to go see a man who is uh, kind of a kind of an asshole. He's on death row. He's on death row. He's a fighter. Yeah. And, um, he's also he's killed multiple men during yep. his kung fu karate matches. So yeah, he's not like, a good guy either. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take this guy. So he goes in, talks to him. They have a fight, and he does like little karate mysticism move to make him have a heart attack before he's hanged. Yes. And he has a heart attack. Put him in the ambulance. And Sonny Chiba's sidekick is in front of the ambulance doing all kind of goofy shit. Yeah. And uh, that's a weird Muppet sidekick. Yeah, he beats the shit out of the ambulance guys, and then Sonny Chiba comes in and they drive it away, and boom, they've just saved this guy from death row. Yeah, hey. Because his sister and brother paid half of three million men. They, three, three million three, yen, yes. Three million yen. Also, let me let me preface this that when he does fight the guy in the jail cell and he knock, like knocks him out, he kind of gives this really short speech, kind of like, "Yes, you are a good warrior. We should once again meet on the battlefield." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Death. Maybe he's a pretty, maybe he's a solid, honorable warrior type." Yeah. Uh, go on, Ryan. Um, yeah, actually, to point to that, there, like, there's a couple things uh, that are like similar, to, like Lone Wolf and Cub. I'm pretty sure they use the same like soundtracky song. Like Entirely that sounds possible. extremely familiar. It's also Toei, isn't it? The company. Uh, like, maybe. Does Lone Wolf and Cub start with that triangle logo on the waves? I think so. Yeah. It's probably the same. Okay. I mean, it's a um, big company. But there's a there's one further along in the series. I think it's the fourth one mm-hmm. where uh, Ito Ogami's like fighting a guy, and he's like, you know what? We're gonna call it. A, we're gonna call it a, a, a draw. You know, maybe we'll meet again someday and fight to the death. Sure. And I saw that in this, and I was like, hmm, stealing some things. I was kind of hoping it would. Well, go actually. I'll come. I'll turn to the start after you go on to the first completely irredeemable thing he does in the movie. Okay, so yeah, we're back at uh, Sunny Chiba's apartment, chilling out, chilling out, apples, making chicken, mm-hmm, watching which, TV, making American style roast chicken. Yeah, very important. Very important. What's to the, the name of his goon? Uh, Did we ever learn it? What, uh, can we just call him Muppet? <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. Let me find it. Oh boy, it doesn't even say. Go on, sorry. Uh, yeah, so they're back there, and uh, the... Oh, he's Rat Nose. Oh, really? I guess so. Okay. The, the nose? Yeah. I guess. Mm. I hope. I wonder if the those two together, because I, I noticed they had a little bit of banter while he was, like, cooking the chicken, mm-hmm. and that kind of, like, I wonder if that led into the uh, Kill Bill 1 scene. See, I was wondering. I was like, huh, I wonder who that actor is. I know the actor in the Kill Bill 1 scene is another noted Japanese comedic actor. Mm-hmm. For, for two seconds, I'm like, that's not him, right? It's definitely not the same actor. Yeah. But maybe. We could yeah, see. That, we could, that callback to that like yeah. dynamic of you know husband-wifey kind yeah. of thing. It's kind I, of I, I forget how funny he is in Kill Bill 1. Yeah. You know, it's really Wonderfully great. funny performance. Yeah. Um, so it makes me think a little bit less of Sonny Chiba going into this now. I'm like, why would you do this? Um, um, so yeah, the brother and sister show up at his apartment and yep. um, like, hey, 
we don't got the, the rest of the money. Yeah. And proceeds to start fighting the brother and then holding the sister and saying, I need a retainer, and then forcibly yeah. kissing her, which is really distasteful. And it, yeah. it just looks gross. You know it's not going to end up just kissing. Yeah. And then... Um, they're fighting, and the brother tries to do a high-flying kick move and flies out yeah, the fucking window. The brother window. is trying to protect his sister from getting raped by our protagonist. Yep. And then he falls out a window and dies. And it's funny because the visual is really silly of him falling down the window. Mm-hmm. Like classic, poorly made 70s falling down stuff. Yep. But in, in, uh, I always weirdly make this comparison because people always tell me, Gabe, don't you love Gossip Girl? And I'm like, no, I don't, because there's this character that everyone loves in that show who, in the pilot, tries to rape two different women. And so he tries to rape this girl and fails, and then her brother dies. And then the next scene, it's almost like Waka 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 until... Uh, he sells the sister into sex slavery. Yeah, he sells her into sex slavery. And then there's a kind of, without any nudity... A pretty graphic, un- unsettling scene of three men forcing themselves onto the sister after we've watched her brother just get murdered, yep. but jumping out the window and dying, and all they wanted was to save their brother. Yep. And and then like he, so she's about to, she's being raped basically, ripping off her clothes. They inject her with drugs, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to Sunny Chiba sitting in the office, and it's like, yeah, I sure made a cool three million off that, didn't I? Ha 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 ha. Yep. And then the scene just keeps going. And I was kind of part of me. I mean, spoiler, not really. It comes back into the movie because yep. the brother, etc. But then part of me is like, oh, they're really just going to keep on doing this, huh? What if this is just like the room where we never go back to that thing? Mm-hmm. It just happens. And we're like, oh, that's right. Our protagonist is an irredeemable shit. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse. Yeah. Uh, so... Why are, how are we supposed to keep on liking it after this? I, I don't know if it's supposed to be like, oh, look at how cool of a fighter badass this guy is. He kind of gets his ass handed to him in the next scene. Yeah. By, uh, Fat Uncle. Yes. Um, when he goes and tries to, uh, kidnap the woman that he was contracted, he was almost contracted to kidnap, mm-hmm. decided not to take the contract, and then go and do it anyway. She's an oil heiress? Yes. Yeah. Her father died in Cairo from a stroke. Yeah. And... The Yakuza try to hire Sunny Chiba to kidnap her to try and gain control of her shares, and when Sunny Chiba's like, nah, I don't trust you, they try to kill him. And then he tries to kidnap her anyway? And then breaks through the door and forces himself upon another woman yeah again yeah yeah and then challenges fat uncle to a duel and fat uncle hands his ass to him yeah beats the shit out of him makes him see in kaleidoscope yeah it makes him flashback that's how hard he hits him yep and then we see the flashback uh he gets his father gets shot in the dome the fucking face (laughs) (laughs) and the kid's just like daddy no yeah papa no uh i'm not uh, a half-breed so then the fat uncle hires him because yeah. you need a bad guy to know how bad guys think. Yeah. Be a bodyguard for my oil heiress. Mm-hmm. Like, niece. Yeah. And then we're just shown numerous bad guys trying to move the plot forward, get the heiress, and then just more people fighting. Um, 45, 50 minutes in is where yeah. the, the x-ray scene comes in. Yes. The guy getting punched in the head and flashing the, the Ricky x-ray. The thing, yeah. 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 Uh, for the most part... The rest of the movie feels vaguely, completely plotless. Yeah. Um. Basically, all you really need to know is that 
uh, Sonny Chiba tries to protect the heiress. Um, the other gangsters from Hong Kong, including some weird, like, Santa Claus-looking motherfucker with his jacket, some Chinese oh, and, gang uh, and David Bowie. And David Bowie. There are goons, some, like, super powerful goons. He has to defeat the goons. And then the guy from the beginning comes back because he finds his sister mm-hmm. who's been sold into sex slavery by our protagonist. And he's like, how do I free my sister? And the guy with the ridiculous robe is like, oh, kill Sonny Chiba. Yeah, just kill the guy who put her here and we're, yeah. we're square. And I'm on his side at this point. Yeah, so, I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. The whole movie, I want people to kill Sonny Chiba. Yeah. Yeah, and like, at, at no point do I want our hero to succeed. No. Not, not a single point in the whole movie. Nope. And... Oh, let me finish. So they fight. They end up on a boat. They do some more fighting. Uh, the sister sacrifices herself by like by putting Sonny Chiba in a bear hug. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy in the beginning, the kung fu master, he stabs them both at the side to try and kill Sonny Chiba. Yeah, gets him. Uh, I guess it would be right side chest. Yeah, some, chest. some lung part something. Yeah. So he's down. And then the poor sister's dead. Sonny Chiba's having this moment of reckoning in the rain of lightning. And then right when the Kung Fu guy is about to kill him, Sonny Chiba rips out his fucking throat. And you think the end. And I'd be like, good. This is the story of a bad man who dies Mm -hmm. while doing something somewhat redeemable on how his sins come back to kill him. Instead, he gets up and it's like, Sonny Chiba will be back! But even the other bad guys, like... Yeah, he's still chilling. Like, the... Guy with the stupid red sword. Uh huh. Yeah, the guy with the fucking blue dragon red sword. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, cool fight scenes. Really good fight scene. I thought the fight scenes were really cool. Uh, I think also because it's public domain, this has a really ugly transfer on Amazon. Yeah, like yeah, it, they like, really did give this to the first day intern to like do the subtitles for. Yeah, it. Grammar's bad, and the, like, I think at least. Four times a minute, there's a inaudible. Yeah. It just says inaudible when it's clearly audible. Essentially, every single Japanese name is inaudible, and there are a lot of Japanese names in this. But even was the other thing he said, like uh, in the beginning that you picked up on, where he's like, "My story" or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's something like something basic, like like oh, this cookie jar. It's like he said, "This cookie jar." It's not inaudible. I mm-hmm. don't. Uh, so I don't know, Ryan. Why this movie? <sighs> Yeah. At no point I wanted him to succeed. No. I no. don't like him, and I don't want him to win, because he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, what's what's good about him? Why are, why are we supposed to like him besides, you think this is one of those movies that they tried to make, where it's all about an irredeemable protagonist, and we're supposed to be like, oh man, this guy's the worst, he kicks all the ass. Yeah, but who am I supposed to root for? Like, it's the, this, isn't this the point of like a, a, a story. Yeah. Following someone, rooting for somebody, hoping somebody gets something, and we're yeah. just constantly rooting against everybody in this film. Yeah. Except for, like, the the trio of siblings. Yeah. Who just, I wanted like, the sister to have something good to happen to her. Yeah. Like, what a shitty thing to happen. Like, I felt the whole movie, like, it lost me when he sold her into sex slavery. Mm-hmm. Every time he tries to force a kiss on a girl, I'm like, gross. Maybe he learns a lesson. But... That one is just too much. Like, yeah. how do you redeem your protagonist after they partake in human slavery, into yep. sexual slavery? Uh, they tried when uh, the guy is trying to rape the oil heiress, he rips his penis off. Yeah. Um, but even then, you would mention, like, uh, you don't yeah. really, that doesn't give you a pass. Yeah. And no. at the same point, like, your job is to protect her. So if you were just walking by and you weren't being paid, you'd just be like, eh, 
Fucker. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine told me this really... She gave me this really interesting thing that kind of opened my eyes about, about what rape culture is. And so we were watching the TV show Skins. And there's a scene in it, in the, season, in the second series, where this one, the bad boy, like this girl's kind of like, ugh, I don't really want to have sex with you, but I guess we can have sex if you want to. And he doesn't do it. And I'm like, look, see, he's not a bad guy. And my friend, who's a hardcore feminist, really great lady, she's like, Gabe, you should know, in movies especially, that just because you don't rape someone doesn't make you a good person. And I think that's a weird trope in movies where a protagonist is given a chance to sexually assault a woman and he doesn't, and all of a sudden are supposed to consider him to be a good guy. It's like, oh yeah, that's really gross. Mm-hmm. That's really, really unpleasant. That kind of gives, like, like man, we're, 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 we're given no credit. And that's fine, because we don't deserve that much. But, oof, what a low bar we have. And then we have something like this, where with the insane amount of Japanese rape culture like mm-hmm. what's the deal why mm-hmm. what's what who what why, why is this okay where people like chanting like yeah he's my favorite like do you think there are people who are like I love that character uh Quentin Tarantino <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I don't know if he loves the character but I like he loves Sonny Chiba for his ridiculous performance and martial arts skills okay we'll go with that yeah I'll, I'll go with that um yeah Ryan, what did you want out of this movie? I wanted, like, a fun 70s kung fu movie mm-hmm. with uh, a halfway decent plot, and uh, all I got were cool fight scenes. This movie feels like someone in Japan saw all of Bruce Lee's movies and then was like, I want to combine this with a gangster film and make it a gruesome, gruesome hard R. And that's exactly what they did. We should just watch a Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. Well, I think... I don't think that would even fit the whole thing. We could watch the Bruce Lee documentary that I love. But... Okay. No, honestly, I think, like, Ricky O got got it, nailed it. Mm-hmm. They got it exactly right. Where yeah. Ricky O, he is a hero. And you don't need your hero to be perfect. Your hero can be a bad guy. There are a lot of great anti-heroes out there. But your hero has to have a code. Or yeah. if, like and and then, and this character a is, code beyond I'll do anything for a couple bucks. Yeah, he's fucking amoral and he doesn't change across the entire movie. No. Nothing happens. All he does is he just kicks ass, and that's boring. Yeah, that makes a movie boring. If I wanted to watch a series of explosions, I could do that. I just go see a fireworks show, and I might enjoy the company of nice people. This movie is really unpleasant. Yeah, it it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't really care to see the return of the Street Fighter. I'm like, really curious, like, like maybe maybe they they picked up on that. See, I'm kind of I kind of want to at least read the plot of the second one. Cause what if like they did a thing like the Terminator, where Terminator One Schwarzenegger is just like this machine. People are like, wow, what a charismatic character. And then the second one somehow they make Terry into a hero. Maybe uh, maybe they maybe they correct it. I have my doubts. And it's a funny thing. Like I hear, like like Sonny Chiba is a, he's a super charismatic lead. Yeah. Um. He's a he's a halfway decent martial artist, and maybe like I, one I, of my favorite parts of Kill Bill. Yeah. I I don't like, think like he's more famous in Japan for uh, Shadow Warriors, the okay. whole Hattori Hanzo thing. I think he's more famous for that, where he plays like a samurai and a ninja and like a kick-ass man of honor. I um, think this is like this is like his his Punisher Dirty Harry thing, where he's supposed to be like the worst. Well, not even what's. What's an American story 
about an irredeemable protagonist. Irredeemable protagonist. Yes. Uh, shit. Because, like, American story conventions, we don't really allow for American Psycho? Okay, that's a good one. I love that guy. Yeah. But he's so much fun. I guess yeah. he, I guess this is also... He is irredeemable, though. He's, he, like, amoral, like, yeah. serial killer. Yeah, he's a, like, he's a psychopath. I think maybe... Oh, no, that's not true. Even in American Psycho, oh, he, he does, has a moment oh, like, yeah, where he's, he he's weeping and, fit, and, and shame and fear. If yeah. that, imagine that if there's no crying, there's no crying scene. Like, I, if, maybe if I'd walk into this movie and the ad is that he is a, if the movie was all about how Terry's a monster, like there's that movie I told you about, Sword of Doom, mm-hmm. um, starring uh, um, Tatsuya Nakadai, he is, it's all about how he is a psychopath and a monster and he kills and he kills and he kills. And when he's faced off against a power greater than his own, he can't comprehend it and he just lashes out and just loses his mind. Yeah. If the story about a, a beast, okay. But this movie almost like it, it fakes you out. It's like, with like, oh, and now he dies because this world can't have him. Psych. He's alive. All the sacrifices meant nothing. He's a monster. And maybe he even gets the girl. Ha ha. It's like, mm. ew. Mm. I don't like that. Like, I don't. I guess the part, it's, it's a mean grindhouse movie. But don't even grindhouse movies have to have some form of. For a, for a satisfying story, doesn't someone have to learn something or grow in some way? Uh, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the fights at least and the violence? The, By the end, I was like, ah! <laughs> it was almost Ricky O fun. Yeah, it, it it was. It would have been more fun if I liked the protagonist. Yeah. But there were moments where I'm like, oh, good. There's eight guys that got him at gunpoint. Hopefully, they'll kill him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Or you know, like what I wanted this movie to do very badly is I wanted it to end with him sacrificing himself for the sake of the sister and the fi- and like the guy he saved in the beginning. That would have had a bookend to it and everything. Yeah. It would have made sense that that would have been his story. That would have been a story of this monster who realizes that he can't be in this world anymore and he does one last thing because he sees how he ruined someone's life. Mm-hmm. And instead he wins. And yep. in not not in not in a way where the story builds to him winning. It's in a way that the story thinks it makes you think it's going to end in a way that is poetic and makes sense at all, and then it doesn't. He just gets up. And there's yep. that shot where like like he's like standing there, like he's stabbed in the heart, the rain, the lightning's pouring on him, and like the heiress and weird boss man Hong Kong guy yep. who's also a bad guy. I don't know what the fuck he's up to, and. The martial arts match from the beginning is holding his dead sister in his hands. She's still dressed like a prostitute for some reason. Yep. And, like, they're looking at him, like, in horror, because, like, he's dead. He's, like, he's been stabbed in the heart or whatever. And you think, like, oh, this is where the movie's going this whole time. He now realizes, and now he must die. No, he wins. Yep. And I don't know if... I don't think they were trying to be subversive. No. I think they just made a bad storytelling decision. I think they just wanted an ultimate badass, and they threw in some things that they thought would make him interesting, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. I think I invented a memory where I'm pretty, or I'm like, oh, isn't this one of those movie series where the sequel just stars, for some reason, his identical twin brother who's a good guy? No, apparently not. He just fucking died. He's just fucking alive. Hmm. I was hoping that he died, and then because they liked him so much, they did some lousy like plot contrivance to make yeah. him come back instead they just really 
derail the whole story and make it very uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with this movie. Me too. I, I, it's not something I want to revisit. Yeah, I don't think I ever will. Yeah, I, the, like there's no reason for me to be like, hey guys, you want to watch Street Fighter? Yeah, no, I'd rather sorry, watch Ricky the Street O. Fighter? Uh, Ricky O is fun. And <laughs> it's cartoonish. Your, your hero is almost too compassionate, yeah. despite the fact that he blows up skulls. That every time he blows up someone's skull, he's also like, <laughs> oh, why? Yep. I love Ricky O so much. Ricky O's great. I love um, it. So my recommendation for this is um, go watch Ricky O. I can't really give this a thumbs up. I don't think I can either. <clears throat> I Even if you wanted to tell a story of a bad guy, you still fucked up. It still doesn't function. Yeah. Like, listeners, if you like the idea of watching this... Um, watch one of uh, Kinji Fukasuku's Yakuza papers. They're awesome, poetic, fascinating stories about crime and punishment in the Japanese crime world. Or watch Way of the Dragon or Enter the Dragon for some kick-ass martial arts by a martial arts master. Or watch Riki O oh for a hyper-violent, ridiculous martial arts crime thing. Mm-hmm. You can skip this one. Yeah. Or YouTube fights. Don't watch this movie. This movie is bumming out. Yeah, don't give it the 90 minutes. It's... Yeah. 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 YouTube for a couple clips and you get the point. Yeah, pretty really pretty much it. that's it. Yeah. I I have <clears> to give this a, like a hard pass. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Uh, uh wow, what was the last time we both gave a gave it a hard no? I don't think there has been one since. Like uh cruising? Cruise no, um, uh, only God forgives. Only God forgives. Yeah. Early days. Yeah. We've generally picked good things so far that we've both enjoyed. Yeah. Like, I just really, I like the action scenes, but because it's done by such a character, I can't even begin to support. Yep. Uh, yeah, pass, guys. Pass. Nice try, guys. Um, so, oh, yeah. Well. Take it to break. Take the break. Take it to break. All right, see you guys in a minute. Danny, what you got? My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too. But the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good. Because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh Uh-oh. The Sith. Because, yep. uh, Basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. (laughs) Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what, I know what that's like. And surely... Our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? Yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman. You like fought? This. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay. Because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit Gone Girl up his ass? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in with the police... I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. No, no. Not going that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, We're just just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. (laughs) Milk-chugging? And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise book. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot-ass 
last Top Gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Hi, it's me, Ryan Snyder from Sex and Violence. Can you guys do me a favor? Head over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. If you can prove that you wrote that review, you can bring that into the bookstore speakeasy and get a free drink. Or if you got any questions, drop us a line, sexandviolencepod at gmail.com. Sexandviolencepod at gmail.com. And that's the word and. A-N-D. And. And thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Top Gallant Radio. Fuck you, Danny. Hello again, and welcome back from that break. Good stuff, Danny, and I hope you like that little thing that Ryan says. Listen to him. Send us an email or send us a message and a review. We'd love to just talk to you guys. Talk to us. Talk to us. I'm so lonely. We're open. Yeah. For conversation. We're open books. Tell us we're wrong about the Street Fighter. I fucking dare you. Yeah, I dare you. Yeah, honestly, if you can convince me, I'd love to hear it. Because, uh, I mean, or if you've seen the sequels, and then... If somehow this is a story, like Anakin Skywalker style, of the redemption of Teddy Surugi, then sure. Yeah. Let me know. I'm, as of now, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm like, pass. Any hoozles. Ryan, what did you see this week? Uh, well, we're coming off of holidays. Mm-hmm. So I just did a whole lot of, like, rewatches of holiday movies. Uh, Michelle Bonahan and I watched Lethal Weapon on Christmas one. Eve. It was pretty great. Never heard of that movie, Ryan. Tell me all about it. <laughs> Let Ryan Hill and Steve yes. Boss tell you all about it. That's a good on a point. previous episode of Sex and Violence. During our Shane Blacklist. Those were the days. Uh, those were the days. Summer warmth. Summer. Oh, I miss it. Summer sun. Uh, in addition to that, I watched Gremlins 2 because I wanted to see how it held up. Was it after not seeing. Um, was Hulkster in it? Fourth wall? Yeah, I did. You see, this is weird. Like, there's a. a a different version that I had seen where really? uh, Clint Eastwood is in it. What? Yeah, they they take a a, a a line out of a Clint Eastwood movie. And the Gremlins are sitting like, I don't know, think about it, like in the sun, and they're like <laughs> Duke, and that's the fourth wall moment. They do a whole um, stop the movie uh, kind of thing. They call, say, the, they call him the Duke. They say John Wayne, right? You said you said Clint Eastwood. Oh, I'm sorry, John. Yeah, Wayne. I'm like John Clint Eastwood wasn't the Duke. Yeah, my bad. Uh, John, John Wayne. But they do this whole weird thing where the movie stops, and then like um, they do the little hand puppets in it, and that was the one that goes into Hulk Hogan, but the one I saw hand puppets into uh, the, the Duke. Really? Yeah. I have to. It was a VHS copy from years ago. I'll have to try and find it. Um, but I don't know if it's, it was just theatrical and this was for home release. But Interesting. Either way, um, I found it to not hold up quite as much as no. I thought. <laughs> it it, it it's really bizarre where it kind of leans into humor okay. and I think that was in response to like critics but the original one giving it like marks for being too dark okay so it, there's got to be a happy balance if they ever do it Gremlins 3 which we talked about last episode with um, mm-hmm. Homeboy trying to sell Joe Dante yeah. on it he'd just like sit in there politely I don't think a 3 would happen imagine a reboot would happen if nothing else a terrible CGI reboot mm. Muppets Mm-mm. only Mm-mm. the Muppets um, other than that, um, I watched more Punisher, and you did not. I did not. Once again, it's still, I'm gonna get on it. It's still great. Still yeah. good. Yeah. Maybe I'll t- like Tim. Like when I get home tonight, I have to edit this, and then I'll also watch Punisher. Yeah, it's it's going pretty fun. I like it. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah. I'm, I'm, I haven't not watched it because I don't like it. It's because I've been too busy doing anything else. That's understandable. These things happen. Yeah, I finished school, sort of. Yay! I have to make sure that all my paperwork goes through or else it'll have been all for naught. Yeah. That would be thousands of dollars down the drain. Yeah, you should probably get all that. Yeah, I should Um, send an email or two. How about you? What have you seen? You know, I don't think I've seen too much. Let's see. I meant to go see Star Wars again, but then I didn't do that. Um, Did I mention I saw The Disaster Artist? I think you did, but if you didn't, yes. (laughs) It's good. I know you mentioned it to me, like, at work i don't think i mentioned it on air um i saw the disaster artist you know i really love the book uh the book of it mm-hmm. and i you know i love the room um the movie i think i would have enjoyed it more if i hadn't read the book because it takes certain time jump liberties okay like a lot of the complexity of the book is missing from it and they speed up a lot of stuff it's a little ungainly but mm. i think it's a good movie i really enjoy it anyway um it's you know franco does a good job it's fine I think that Franco's going to get a, a it's called an Oscar nomination for it, probably. Yeah. I think he's going to get one. But I don't think the movie's actually really any that good. It's really? A, it's a strong C+. Plus. Hmm. Yeah, it's a strong almost, almost a B-. minus. Not earning its Rotten Tomato score. What's the unreliable score? Rotten Tomatoes, as always. Uh, it was up there. Let me see. Stall for time. Oh, man. So, you know, part of why I don't really like it is that they... A lot of the time the book took to establish how and why, like, Greg and uh, Tommy got to be friends and, like, the hesitation and how much it took over his life, they kind of reduce it to a bunch of kind of sitcom-y kind of stuff, like, kind of, like, a little oh. more plotty kind of things of, like, like, oh, you want to be your girlfriend rather than me. Uh, 92 to 90. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd give this on a number score, like, an 80. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe like, a 78. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to get there to go see it. I, my, you like Michelle Monaghan works like real late this week, so mm-hmm. I want to go see something. So it's either that or like Shape of Water. Yeah, I like I, I'm a, I really want to see Shape of Water. I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, I think it, I, it looks cool. Like, I like Del Toro, so. Yeah, he's the man. I love that dude. Yeah. Crimson Peak. Still haven't seen it. Oh. I've had, I've had wildly differing opinions on people who told me about it, so. Yeah, I don't know. You know I love it. Okay. But you know, also, I like gothic romance. I'll probably find something redemptive and just in it then. We generally have a good sense of what I think, the other yeah, one would we have, like. Yeah, we have a lot of what's called similarity in terms of like where that goes. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. What else is going on? Yeah. Uh, well, what's new? What's news? Uh, my grandfather gave me a samurai sword, so I'm going to strap it to my guitar. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's there's that. Um, oh, that'd be such a good custom gift to get you. Just duct get tape. A, get, get a guitar and duct tape a weird, like, blade of, like, cloth around it. Yep. Uh, I kind of just want to put on a suit and walk around the house. Yeah, but, you should do it. Yeah. Cosplay, just for one. <laughs> Cosplay in your apartment alone? Yep. Wow. That, that, that's sad. Yeah, that, I, I can think of a few things sadder. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you're not even taking pictures for, like, sexy no, likes. No, no. Like, like, sexy girls do it all the time. They get, like, thousands of likes. No, just doing it for you. Yep, just on my phone. Be like, hey, look what I did one afternoon. Is mm-hmm. that a cat in the background? Yes, well, it is. Cool, Ryan. Like, uh, Why? Cause... Do you want to read a book or something? Yeah, man. Do you something want... productive with your yeah. time? Were you at least listening to a podcast while you did it? Like, nope. Nope. Silence. Just goodbye horses. <laughs> on it. loop. On loop. Looking at windows. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Is there anything coming out that we... I don't know. It's like, a shape of water, really. Yeah, Let's I mean, look at the old movie pass, Ryan. We're in um, awards season. Yeah, Ryan, Um, how about this? So award season is coming up. What movie is this? Oh, actually, we should do our top our, our top five movies of the year. 
Oh, we can do that quick. Um, let's see. I'll do that quick, but also before that, what did you mean to see this year that you missed? Uh, what did I mean to see that I missed? Yeah. Ooh. Um, Justice League. You still haven't seen Justice League? I still have not seen Justice League. Are you, are you think you're going to get around to it? Probably not. Um, You'll be fine. Yeah, that's why I, I, like, I don't know. There's nothing that like is dragging me to the, th- the theater to see it. And that's really sad because I generally see every... This will probably be the first comic book movie I haven't seen in theaters in like a decade. Yeah. I, I, and that's saying something, This might be the harshest thing I can say about it is that it's almost a waste of time. See... <sighs> That you're you're gonna get a few yucks out of it, but would you? Which you could have more fun watching nearly any movie on your shelf. Like uh, I would rather watch over a hundred movies rather than watch Justice League. Really? Yeah. I think there's. Yeah, you're probably right. I could probably get to some of the stuff that's on my shelf. Yeah, you're better instead. off rewatching Dirty Dancing, because <sighs> one, cause it's a great movie, <sighs> and two, Dancing. it just satisfies on every level. It's true. And Justice League is just. It's not even that bad. That's the worst part. It's just not good. It's kind of boring and uneven. It, part of it is really lazy, and you're mm. just better off not even seeing it. If you never saw it, you'd be fine. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think it's out of theaters now. Oh, it's still playing at our local theater. Oh, really? Yeah, it's still playing. Damn. I, I can't believe Star Wars has knocked it out. I mean, who's still seeing Justice League? Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't good. It was just so, so not good. Yep. Like, imagine worse than Ant-Man. Like, it's not even... Mm. Ant-Man was just like eh, if Edgar Wright had never touched it like it's just kind of there like you'll you'll smile at a few moments and sometimes action's okay Edgar Wright did the casting though right yeah Mm. he also like designed some of the sequences like clearly that the fight inside the bag that's that's Edgar Wright yeah hmm okay um so yeah uh, so uh top five in no particular order are we quick, doing quick. this this week or next week? Oh, well, hold quick. Um, the ones I missed this year, I, I still need to see. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. There's that Vince Vaughn film, like Brawl and Cell Block, whatever. Yeah, we had that recommended yeah. to us. It played for two days in our local theater, and I missed it. I was going to go see it, because I hear the reviews were stellar. Like, they were, like, it's also right up our alley. Yeah. Like, do you, you never got around to that? Because the reviews were amazing for it. I wonder if, it'll probably be streaming soon. Yeah. It was in and out real hear, quick, it's, so. It's very green room, I hear. Okay, I can be in with that. Yeah, it's very like like shocking, smart, efficient, clever, deep storytelling violence. Yeah. So, sorry, Vince Vaughn, apparently. All right. Um, and Call Me By Your Name, still really need to see that. Mm. And The Shape of Water, I'm going to catch. Okay. I think that's all I really missed. I saw most everything else I want to see. Yeah, I didn't see that Ladybird thing, but yeah, my wife did, so I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. Ryan, you do not need to see Ladybird. That's what I, everyone keeps telling me. Yeah, I think you would like it. If, if your wife was watching it, Michelle Monaghan was watching it on the couch, and you sat down, you would enjoy it a lot. But don't go out of your way. Okay, fair See enough. it before you'd see like, Justice League. Okay. It's just better than Justice League. Alright, fair enough. Yeah. So I did part of this list of Daniel already, but what were your top five films of the year? Top... Do you want to go three or five? Um, we'll see how many I can get to. Um, so let's see. My uh, ones, I'm not... My view of, like... I'm going to say it like not best, but like movies I enjoyed the most this mm-hmm. year and things that like really I had a lot of fun watching. Okay. Um, early in the year, I could probably do five. Yeah. Uh, Let's go favorite rather than best. Yeah. Uh, Logan. Yep. Uh, that really, that was like March. And I remember the trailer like knocked mm-hmm. me off my ass. And like I really loved when they, uh, how they used that Johnny Cash song in it. Yeah. Because the trailer almost like brings you to tears. You're like, yeah. oh my God, this is kind of amazing. <laughs> and it ended up being like less superhero and more like 
touching story about a man. And that's what I've really enjoyed. And the superhero yeah, stuff, too. It's fucking course, great. Awesome. It's a great, great movie. It's in my top ten, I think. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number two. I'm going in, like, release date order. Okay. Um, just to fill out my list, because, like, there wasn't a lot that really wowed me this year, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, Guardians 2. Okay. I really thought that was fun. Uh, op- like, that had me from opening scene. Word. The uh, Mr. Blue Sky dance number. It's was great. Adorable. It's a very good movie. Uh, then what do we go to? Uh, one movie that came out in July, which I did mention on the show, I really liked a lot, Atomic Blonde. Mm, yeah. Plot-wise, it's not all that great. Plot-wise, uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, but, like, it's pretty kick-ass. But style and action, fucking outstanding. Yeah, I, you can usually get me with style over substance. Uh, that's a weakness of mine. And that, it's really stylized. It's Great use of music. I actually thought they used, they had a better soundtrack than Guardians 2 did. I think so. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. When the kid's getting the shit kicked out of him with a skateboard to 99 Luft Balloons. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's all like 80s, new wave-ish kind of awesome stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, further down the line, uh, It. Naturally. Uh, that I really, really, really liked. Uh, Mm -hmm. it is, I, I'm going to the bank. I think today or tomorrow, so I can buy it on streaming, and then in two weeks buy it on DVD. Of course, because uh, that's because I'm insane. And then, of course, six months later when they release the director's cut, I'll do that too. Of course. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was pitch perfect casting wise. The kids were great. Clown was terrifying. We saw him at a bar, and yeah, yeah that was kind of interesting. Like mm-hmm. a, m- a month after the release yeah. date, we saw him at we, a bar. We could have said hi, but we didn't. We'd be chickened out because I didn't out, want to be not, that guy. Not out of shyness, but just we didn't want to be rude. And who knows if he was like really busy? We don't want to be that guy. Yeah, and I don't want like I love the movie, and if he was a dick to me, I would have just been like, ah, oh, damn it, no, I can't I don't enjoy know. this he's, movie. He's anymore. Pennywise. Did you really expect him to be anything nice? Yeah. Okay. Fucking Robert Englund is like that's right. Here's known is like a sweetheart and is like the most fun person to work with on sets, like mm-hmm. during the. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Reminds me, did I give you back your behind the mask? Uh, you did, and I gave okay. it to a girl at work immediately that night. You gave it okay. to me, and now she's leaving for another job, and I hope she gives it back to me. Yes. Um, much. I have to watch Prisoners before I return. Yes, I, I have to watch a couple movies that you gave me before yes. you're mm-hmm. uh, you're leaving, and my then finally uh, on my list for this year, Blade Runner. Really? Forty nine. Okay, yeah. I really liked it. I'm not putting Last Jedi on, though. No, me neither. I'm defiantly not putting Last Jedi on. Last Jedi might be like 9, 10, maybe. Mm, I won't even crack my top 10. No? And that's disappointing. I've been... I got burned by a couple movies this year. Yes, yeah, Uh God damn it, Edgar. God damn it, Edgar, right? Yeah. Baby Driver, not my top 10. Yeah, I can't imagine. I saw... Dude, I saw it twice in theaters, too. Yeah. And I just... I had to be sure. It. Same. I went with, like, former guest Ryan Hill, and, like, I told him, I was like, it's not great. And I was expecting him to give me a different read, and he was like, no, you're totally right. Yeah. Okay. I I was very unsatisfied by that story. Every character was one note, and what does baby want? And the soundtrack isn't great. Soundtrack is fine. I feel feel like, it feels like literally Edgar Wright just hit shuffle and pick random ass songs. Like, none of those are bangers, and the one banger is weirdly muted out of the movie. Like, if there was a time to blast a song, you're just to blast the Queen song at the end, and he doesn't. And I think, I actually think that anytime you put Radar Love in a song, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's another example of like, dude, that's been done. Car so commercial many, song. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Uh, so go for it. Top, okay. Top I think five-ish. I have mine in order for the most part. I think they're kind of, uh, uh, some of these might be shifted around because I might be forgetting something, obviously. And I still really want to see Call Me By Your Name. But uh, number five, I'm going to go with this 
anime film that came out called Your Name. It's this adorable little thing about body switching in Tokyo and the suburbs of Japan. Mm-hmm. It's going to be remade into a almost certainly shitty live-action American movie. With all white people. With all white people, with terrible pop soundtrack. I have zero doubts in my mind it's going to be shit. Mm. But it's a perfectly lovely anime film that caught me completely by surprise. I went to see a random screening of it in New York, and I fell completely in love with it. I thought it was wonderful. After a few movies that like tugged at my heartstrings so suddenly as that one. So number, number four, four for you is Ghost in the Shell, then, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's something <laughs> about that scene where she's like, Is that you, Motoka? God, they triggered him. Yeah. I mentioned Baby Driver and Ghost in the Shell within yeah. five minutes. Oh, man. Good grief. Were there any other movies that made me so angry besides those two? After this, we'll just do a quick, like, things we were pissed off yeah, about. Yeah, and then we'll do um, what, what what one or two or three, if you can think of them, movies you're looking most forward to next Okay, week. cool. Okay. Um, number four for me, uh, I'm going to have to go with Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? I really... I explained this to Daniel. It was my number three when I talked to him on Slow Readers, but I forgot a movie. It's my number four because it's not the best MCU film, mm-hmm. but it's the best... Spider-Man film to ever come out ever. Um, Spider-Man 2... I'll argue that. Um, I will argue for Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is the best superhero movie ever made, in my opinion. But Spider-Man is... like Tobey Maguire is not a good Spider-Man. That's barely... Like, I, I've made this comparison. If that movie was about Superbug versus um, Eight-Armed Monster, it would have been the exact same movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it didn't need to be Spider-Man. It could have been any hero. Okay. And, like, there's this great quote that I read, I think, from, fuck, some superhero writing guru. But it was something like, if you write a comic book story about a superhero, and the hero is completely interchangeable with any other one and how they defeat the villain, you've written a bad story. Mm. You should write a story where only Batman can solve it. Or if it's the same villain, how would Green Arrow stop it? How would Green Lantern stop it? How would Superman stop it? Okay. It should be a completely different story every time. And Spider-Man 2, while an amazing, amazing movie, one of my favorites ever, doesn't really capture Spider-Man very well. Whereas Homecoming captures Spider-Man as I've always wanted him in comics on film for the first time. Okay, can I have a slight interjection? Yes, you may. I was reading something recently about um, what uh, Homeboy would have done, had he, uh, Sam Raimi would have done if he had the series continuing. Mm-hmm. And this made me really excited, and I wish it would have continued because he said he had uh, plans where he wanted to bring Bruce Campbell as a more bigger character and have him mm-hmm. be essentially end up being Mysterio. Cool. That would have been awesome. I would have loved that so fucking. He would have been perfect as Mysterio, right? As like this was former special effects guy. That's fucking great. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, we missed out on that. And um, what's his face as Vulture? Who would he want as Vulture? Ben um, Kingsley. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. That would have been great. And I think. Someone else, they had a black cat plan in there too, mm. and I forget, I think maybe there was a plan for Craven. but those are the names okay. I was reading. I was like, was God cool. damn it, Bruce Campbell as Mysterio would have been fucking amazing. You have to blame the studio heads for forcing their hand making him do Venom. Yeah, that, that, mm, He uh, did not want to do Venom at all. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Just going think of that Spider-Man thought. Um, also, Michael Keaton, second best Marvel movie villain um, besides Loki. Everyone else has been kind of pretty boring. Yeah. I think if you want to say the best villains Marvel as a unit has come up with in terms of the entertainment, the like the EU, um, David Tennant as a purple man, mm-hmm. and Keaton as Vulture. Okay. And then Loki. Those are your best ones they've ever had. Yeah. Uh, so that's number four. Number three is the Emily Dickinson biopic, A Quiet Passion. Uh, it's lovely. Would. 
It's this beautiful fucking movie about Emily Dickinson. Like, really, like, I, I almost cried, like, twice. It's a great, great fucking movie. Um, number two. Uh, oh, fuck. Where did I put Blade Runner? I think Blade Runner's number five. Okay. Blade Runner's somewhere there. I'll give you six picks. I don't care. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> number two is, uh... Oh, man. A Big Sick. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I actually do You should really see them. That. I loved it. I really fucking loved it. I don't need to go on and on about that one, everyone. Just go see it. It's fucking amazing. Okay. I did have a funny talk with Ethan Parkinson, guest on uh, Slow Readers, where he loves Lady Bird so much because he identifies with that story so well, and he thought Big Sick was fine. And I love Big Sick so much because I identify with that story, and Lady Bird, I'm like, that's fine. I, hmm. I, I, I'm not, I, I have never had a contentious relationship with my mother. I love my mother. She's a sweet lady. I've never had a dysfunctional yelling family. So hmm. I don't really get it. Okay. And number one was The Lost City of Zed, starring Charles Hunnam. Oh, yeah, you kept talking about that. It's really fucking air. good. That's so crazy, a Charlie Hunnam movie. Yeah, oh, mm. he's yeah, he's fucking great in it. If you, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Is it really? You should okay. see it. It's Get your wife to see it. It's uh, she, really, really pretty. I think half the reason she watched Sons of Anarchy was mm-hmm. for the ass shots of uh, yeah. Charlie Hunnam. Also, Robert Pattinson is in it. Really? So not only do you have um, Jax, you also have... Um, and Spider-Man, right? And Spider-Man, you have Jax, and you have Edward fucking what's-his-name, and Spider-Man. Wow. And Sienna Miller. Okay. It's really, really, really I'll good. I'll watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's like an adventure kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's... it's, it's... But not Indiana Jones adventure, no, just it's like... it's kind of beautifully contemplative story like about a man who goes out on these journeys to find this lost city, and really, it's just a beautiful movie. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, so what, Disapp- was, what was our next list? Disappointments. Uh, just, just this top one and this baby driver. Baby driver disappointed by um, I was, I like it, but I was underwhelmed by Spider Man. I mm-hmm. think we talked about this. Yeah. I was like, I th- I thought it was good, like it was just fine. I just it, I wanted a little bit more. I didn't want it to be like this Spider Man having you know to like bow down to Iron Man kind of bullshit. And I was it, like, it eh. worked for me because I feel like Spider Man stories are always so much smaller than galactic like battles he can be thrown into one but i was so glad they finally had a spider-man story where the fate of the world or at least new york city wasn't at stake okay it was just that someone's gonna steal tony's shit and he stopped it Mm -hmm. and it's great okay um what else were you disappointed by Mm -hmm. there's there's one or two others that i don't remember i was disappointed by uh white people lead such interesting and uh Difficult Lives, mm. uh, the movie that Michelle Monaghan wanted to go th- see. Th- three Guys Run Train on Weese Witherspoon? Yeah, Three Guys Run Train on Weese Witherspoon, a.k.a. Yeah. White People Have yes. Such Interesting and Well, I'm lives. pretty sure you walked in though it's going to be shit. I, You know what? I expected it to be shitty. I didn't expect it to be that shitty. Shitty uh-huh. enough that we walked out of the theater and my wife was like, that, Sorry. that was dog shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Um, uh, you want to include Defenders on that list? I'll include Defenders, even though I haven't finished it. Yeah, maybe. It, actually, no one said it gets any better. It just probably is not Yeah, it, like, I had more fun watching Iron Fist earlier this year. Like, mm-hmm. I got, like, three or four episodes in, and I was like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Um, yeah. Any other disappointments for you? I'm sure going to think of one. I'll, I'll, I'll put it, like, on the Instagram, but All right. I don't know that. I mean, let's see. Disappointments. Uh, I was disappointed by cruising yeah. earlier this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> and very disappointed by the subsequent documentary that we only watched six, A few minutes six of? and three quarter minutes of. Uh-huh. And we were like, oh, yeah, I don't need to watch this anymore. Jim Franco is so hot. Hold on. Oh, my God. I hope I can make out of him. Sure. 
Yep. Yeah, I don't really care. Uh, looking forward to though, I'm yeah. bringing up my my. So uh, I'm bringing up the trailer for my most looking forward to movie of next year. Okay, what's that? Um, it's Thoroughbreds. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. Okay. So, did you see Me and Earl and the Dying Girl? Yes, I did. Um, you said it was okay? Uh, I think that uh, that storyline is done better in uh, Fault in Our Stars. Interesting. I think it's, it's just different, a different point of view. I feel I really like the, the, the male young in like filmmaker kind of perspective on it. I can see how you get behind that a lot. Um, but, okay. So, Thoroughbreds is a movie starring the dying girl. And the girl from Split slash from The Witch mm-hmm. and Anton Yelkin. It's basically a extra fucked up kind of modern Heathers. Let's watch the trailer, Ryan. Okay. I'm looking forward to this movie very much. How long ago was this made? Hmm? He's been dead for a little while. Oh, I'm sure. They shot it like last year. Oh. Here, let's see. <laughs> movie Deputy. Thanks, Movie Deputy. Ooh, red band. Yeah, baby. Only red band for you. How'd you find me? Asked around. That is so fucking unprofessional. You got a gun? None of your fucking business. Multiple guns? Multiple guns? No. What am I, fucking Rambo? Yes, I have a gun. Good. Why good? Because then Lily has a business proposition for you. Oh, wait a minute. This is the trailer I want. No? No, hold on. Okay. I'll find another one. Sorry, but You still had me. Yeah, it's still a great trailer, but hold on. Um, so basically, it is about a... Oh, yeah, it's fine. I'm sucking some... God damn it. Stall for time, Ryan. Uh, stalling for time. That movie looks great. A razor-witted black comedy. You can mm-hmm. always kind of get me into that kind of thing. Uh, Anton Yelchin. I've always really liked. Uh, I kind of want to watch Green Room again. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, it's such a great movie. Maybe not since we watched it. So hold on. No, Uh-oh. not this one either. Oh, God. Come on, how many shows are there, guys? Jesus Christ. Get Indeed. your shit together, everyone. Yeah. Uh, did it, it show anywhere yet? No, it's um, I think it played at Sundance. Okay. That's coming up, isn't it? January? What? Sundance? Is it January? I don't recall, to be honest. I've never had to know. I'm going to bug Ryan Hill about that more this year, then. Tell me what you saw immediately. I think this is the one. I, mean, I can't find it in a red band, unfortunately, which is kind of very, very irritating. But whatever. I'm being foolish. It's the worst fake crying I've ever seen. She's just using the technique. A what? Surprise him. 
Honey, <laughs> you can't go in looking like that. I'm fine. Just... I'm not going to have to stand here all day like robots repeating myself. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You ever think about just killing him? No. What do you? What the hell is he even doing here? I am providing you all with early drug experiences that you will forever cherish. Who the hell are you? <laughs> we have a business proposition for you. You got a gun? Yes, I have a gun. You don't know where I come from. Westchester, the man. You have no idea. I didn't think he'd bring it here. You want to hold it? No, thanks. Anyway, you cannot hesitate. The only thing worse than being incompetent, or being unkind, or being evil, is being indecisive. Okay. Shall we? Okay, I'm in. So I'm, I like everyone in that cast, and it's visually exciting, and it looks brutal as fuck, and it looks clever. All right, I'm in. I'll watch it. What's your number one, Ryan? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like such a basic bitch saying Infinity War, but mm-hmm. maybe Infinity War? Did I tell you about my whole thing about how I'm kind of worried that it looks like, like, there are too many, like, looking like Middle Earth fucking battle shots in that yeah. that look really boring to me? I'm hoping it, it doesn't, like fall in with my superhero fatigue that I've been experiencing of late. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's awesome. It looks pretty epic, and it's like the culmination of the last ten years of the MCU. Yeah. So, cool. Um, other I'm, than that, I need to watch a lot of... I need to get some trailers rolling for myself to see yeah. like what's really coming that's not like big budgety. Because I didn't hear about Atomic Blonde to like two months yeah. before it came out, and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't... This looks awesome! Why is this not being marketed everywhere? <laughs> That's why I really try to keep up every like festival report, especially like an AV club. Yeah. That's why I want to hear about. That's why I first heard of Thoroughbreds. So okay. There's always just something exciting coming, like new coming out. There's like apparently a really cool noir coming out soon, starring uh, John Cho. That sounds pretty cool. Okay. Um, no, I'm I'm, I'm fan. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. There was this big crime drama that came out in China the other the other like 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 something thin thin ice hot coal. Okay. Supposed to be like really really fucking good. Right. We'll see. Alright. We'll see what happens. Okay. We'll watch some trailers and uh yeah, so what are we doing next week? Um next week, Ryan, we are either doing Possession by Andrzej Zolowski, mm-hmm. a movie I've wanted to do since we started the show. We may have the young lady who you gave the DVD to, she may join us along for gentlemen maybe. Okay. Cause she is a very, very, very film literate person that I'm very, very impressed by. She's cool beans. We're either doing that or we're going to be doing Blade Runner 2049. Another crossover. Another crossover. Slow readers, because we'll be doing also... We'll do Androids, you electric sheep. Ow, what's wrong with my thumb? I don't know. Do I have a splinter? Ryan! I don't have Oh, I just... totally do. Oh, that sucks. I was wondering why my thumb hurt all weekend. Damn it. Yeah, shoot. Hmm. These finger problems. I still have a bubble. Yeah, dude. Oh, damn. Where'd the bubble come from? Uh, when I uh, slammed my hand in the door at work. You know, the one that does not close? Mm. I pulled it and whipped it shut, and my finger was right there, and I just... uh, Mercy. I escaped the kitchen without any cuts, but uh, I got a fucked up hand. From the door. Yep, and the boss saw it and was like, can you immediately put that in ice? And I was like, (laughs) no, I have tickets. Yes. 
Gotta work, dude. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, that's what's possibly happening next week, listeners. After, I might try and bank some uh, my Grody Valentines if you want to get some okay. as well. So that way, um, in case I end up in some sort of trouble during my big move to California, we can they'll just... have episodes just like drop out. Okay. So yeah. We... Yeah, give me some formatting, like questionnaire. Thing. Yeah, just, I did it once with you, so yeah, all I have to just ask someone, hey, um, what, like, when did you first see it? What's it about? Why do you like it? And why does it mean so much to you? Okay, fair enough. I can get ten minutes off that. Some people. Yeah, just just, just sit down with someone and record them on your phone. Yeah, yeah, easy. Cool. Ryan, plug for us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Top Gallant Radio. Uh, you can find me on the Instagrams at Tango Like Cash. Hey. You can find, for a limited time only, Gabriel and myself, Friday, Saturday night. Actually, only this, this is the last, only this this week. last week. This is the last week. Holy shit, that yeah, so sucks. Listeners, if you're in the area, it's my last weekend at the bookstore Speakeasy, so come visit. Are you singing on Friday night? We'll see. <laughs> Let's cross. Let's, let's, let's hope so. Oh, Friday, Saturday, Larry. and Sunday yeah, this for, weekend. Yeah. We have a... I'm going to need that money. Yeah, me too. Uh, at the bookstore, Speakeasy, Southside yes. Bethlehem, 336 Adam Street, and uh, that's 18018. That's the zip for this area. So if you want to come in this Friday, Saturday, and hang out and see us, or if you want to buy tickets to our wonderful event, $125 or yeah. so for the exclusive 19, Roaring 1920s New Year's Eve Live ball. music, open bar. Open bar. Open Limited bar. open Limited bar. open bar. Limited open bar. Limited open bar. Butler hours. hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, butler hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. And if we like you, we'll give you something that's off menu. Yeah, I think that there's going to be, like, fr- I think it's more friends and family-ish. You think? I, I imagine so. Probably. Yeah. I'm smuggling in the professor at some point. I'm smuggling in Michelle Monaghan and her friend. Word. So, yeah. I, I, I promise that the, the, the professor isn't the heavy drinker, so mm-hmm. she's only going to come in for, like, the countdown, basically. Like, 10 o'clock to countdown. That's solid. Yeah. I made a, a thing where I was like, if I have to work New Year's, she gets in for free. Yeah, that makes sense. It's only fair. Yeah. And then I pushed it. I was like, and her friend. <laughs> and the boss was like, calm down, Ryan. Please put down the gun. Put down the gun. Put down the gun, Ryan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's about it for me. How about yourself? Listeners, if you can find me on the internet at gmara number four serious at Tumblr and Twitter, you can also find me on Instagram at babymara, five A's at the very end of it. Please listen to the other Top Gallant radio shows. There is Sex and... Boy, that's us. Yeah, we're There's Slow us. Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast hosted by Daniel Reichel and I, where we talk about books and nothing. There's also Only Lovers Left in the Library, a show about sexy Latinas talking about erotica and feminism. Um, besides that, shit, I don't know. Um, follow us on Sex and Violence Pod on Instagram. Um, fucking, like, hit us up. If you write yeah. a review for the show, please, please write a review for the show. Give us some stars. We will mail you a cocktail or a cocktail recipe, something, come by the place, we'll make you a drink. Yeah. Or when I drive across the country, I will visit you and we will hang out. Yeah, we got some listeners throughout I'll give the you States. a foot massage. Yeah. I don't nice. want to commit to that, but we'll yeah, see. don't commit. Send me a picture of your feet first. I'm not a foot guy, but you know, whatever. Yeah, if you're going to have to rub someone's feet, make sure there's no toe jam. Yeah, that'd be yeah. weird. Anyway, that's that about it? it. That's about it. That's about it. So we'll see you guys next week. For one of two movies. Yes. So until then, fare thee well. Bye, people. See both. Yes. Peace. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topcountradio.com. 